Chapter 31, Book of Exodus. It's the last chapter uh, about the various, uh, relating to the instructions to build, how to build the sanctuary, the Mishkan. Beginning of chapter 31, uh, God says to Moshe, Vayadabe Hashem Moshe Reymar, Uriye Karati B'Shem, Bitzarel Ben Uri Ben Chur Matei Yehuda, so God tells Moshe that I have chosen, designated, uh, literally singled up by name, Betzalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah, and his qualifications are given in the beginning of chapter 31, and he is to be overall supervisor of the entire project. And that takes us from chap- verse number 1 of chapter 31 all the way through verse 11. Beginning in verse 12, to virtually the end of the chapter, the Torah speaks of something else completely different. In verse number two, So God said to Moshe, speak to the Israelite people and say, Ach, Ach mean nevertheless, Ach can mean, in truth, really, you must keep my Sabbaths. This is a sign between me and you throughout the ages, that you may know that I, God, have consecrated you. You shall keep the Sabbath, for it is holy. So the Shabbat comes here at the end of all the instructions about the Mishkan. We suddenly have God speaking about the Shabbat. That's interesting for more than one reason. Uh, we take note of the fact that, first of all, in the end of the instructions, which is chapter 31, the instructions began in chapter 25. At the end of the instructions, we have a section on the Shabbat. And interestingly, we have a section on Shabbat that is conjoined to the actual construction of the Mishkan, which begins in chapter 35. And there, before the Torah tells us about how the Mishkan is actually built, in chapter 35, verse number 1, Moshe gathered the whole Israelite community and said to them, These are the things that God has commanded you to do. And you expect a description of the Mishkan. He's been given all the instructions, but no. You may work for six days. Work is done in six days. Shabbat Shabbaton Hashem. The seventh day is a holy day to God. A Shabbat Shabbaton, a day of complete rest. Whoever does work shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your settlements on the Sabbath day. And then, and only then, in verse number four, uh, Moshe begins to relate to the people the instructions about how the Mishkan is to be built. And the Torah will then tell us about, after Moshe instructs them, the actual construction of the Mishkan. So both in the instructions how to build the Mishkan and in the section that deals with the actual implementation of these instructions, which are chapter 32 and 35 respectively, conjoined to the Mishkan is the Shabbat. It's a holy day, and not just a holy day. 
But in our chapter, which is chapter 31, the Shabbat is called, uh, in verse number 16, It's a covenant, an eternal covenant. Between me, says God, and the children of Israel, it is a sign. It's a, it's a covenant, it's a brit, and it's a sign. It's a sign that God created the world, says the Torah, For in six days God made heaven and earth. On the seventh day, God ceased from work. was refreshed. So what's interesting is this conjunction of the Shabbat and the Mishkan. Now the truth is that the Shabbat is found in the very first chapter of the Torah, uh, which describes the creation of the uh, world in six days, done by God in God's uh, speech. And on the seventh day, the Torah says that God uh, rested on the seventh day. All of creation was completed. That actually in the chapter, where the chapters are typically divided of the Torah, that's chapter 2, which makes a little sense, actually. But in that tradition, of course, it's all part of the first story of creation. And then the seventh day of creation is found at the very end. One might say the capstone of the first creation narrative, which is how God creates everything in six days. And then the capstone of that is that God ceases work on the seventh day, and that God blesses and sanctifies the seventh day. God blessed the seventh day, and God sanctified the seventh day. So one might say that in the first creation narrative of the the Torah, the capstone is the Sabbath, and the Sabbath is sacred. So we're talking about sacred time. But the second story of the Torah, the story of the Garden of Eden, is not really about sacred time at all. It's about space. It's about having a particular space, a space in which God and the human being can live together, can dwell together. That's all about sacred space. And the Garden of Eden story, as we have studied, uh, prefigures, as it were, foreshadows the alternative to Eden which is a space, not Eden, but a space that the human being uh, discovers. God chooses, the human goes there, Abraham, etc. And that's a space where if you behave properly, you can dwell in the same space as, as God. So the Torah, the first two stories of the Torah, the first deals with sacred time, and the second deals with sacred space. If forced to choose between the two of them, if someone asks me, what is the Torah more about? Is it more about sacred time or more about sacred space? It's clear that the Torah fundamentally is about sacred space. It's all about a land, a place. It's all about inhabiting a place, building a just society there. It's a place where God speaks. But the Torah, the first narrative, concludes with sacred time. Here, at the end of the book of Exodus, the Torah has conjoined the two. There is sacred space, a mikdash, in the words of the Torah. It's also a mishkan, b'shachanti b'tocham. But the Torah says the work that's done, the building of the mishkan, takes place in six days. But on the seventh day, when you work for God, when you're building God's 
space, then the Sabbath comes into play, the Holy Sabbath comes into play. So among other things, the presence of the Shabbat here uh, speaks to the significance, the centrality of the Shabbat. In fact, it's not just in conjunction with the Mishkan that we have the Shabbat. We have it as a very central commandment in the Ten Commandments. <clears throat> and we also encounter it in chapter 16, the story of the Mon, where the people are prohibited from going out on the seventh day to gather in God's food. You have to prepare beforehand on the sixth day, but the seventh day it is forbidden. In short, in the book of Exodus, if we have to pick out one particular commandment that is central to the book, a covenantal commandment, it's got to be the Shabbat. It's got to be the Sabbath. Now, what's interesting about the Sabbath is that in the, it appears, of course, in the first story of the Torah, God resting on the seventh day. And one might say if there's any commandment which should apply to the entire world, not just to a particular people, not just to the Jews or those who choose to serve God in that fashion, it's got to be the Sabbath, because the Sabbath attests to the fact that God created the heaven and earth in six days and rested on the seventh. In the book of Exodus, it's striking, and in the rabbinic tradition, that the Sabbath specifically is identified with the Jewish people. Jewish people is not those born Jewish necessarily, but those who choose to join this people and to serve God in this way through God's temple. The Sabbath applies to them. So we have over here, actually, one might say, it's this creation narrative of Genesis, and we're not going to be surprised to find many other links to the creation story, apart from the Sabbath. But what we have over here in the book of Exodus is one might say the creation of a people. The choosing of a people whose mission it is, in God's own words, Shalach Ami V'Avduni. That's what Moses said to Pharaoh at God's uh, instruction. Send these people that they may serve me. Avduni, V'Avduni, Eved, it's a servant. The mission of the people is to serve God. One of the places that the people will serve God is in God's sacred space. But the Torah reminds us over here that this is conjoined with sacred time. But what we have here is that a mitzvah which, which is given to the whole world in the book of Genesis becomes narrowed down to those specifically who serve. That's very fundamental to the book of Exodus. It's not surprising that the mitzvah of the, of the Shabbat becomes transformed through the Mikdash, through the Mishkan, through the service, that specifically those who serve God, those who connect to God in God's space, those who dwell with God, have the supreme commandment to remember that work is done in six days, but the seventh day is a covenantal day. It's all about sacred time.